Welcome to the Wonder Woman of Aviation, sponsored by Extreme Flight in partnership with Level Aviation. I'm at Oshkosh 2022, and I'm here with an amazing, another amazing woman. I'm just surrounded by amazing women. Erin uh, Miller. Erin is an author. Um, are, are you a pilot as well? No. Okay. Well, she's a woman of many trades. <laughs> I'm an attorney. She's an attorney. Totally uninteresting, though. <laughs> it could be interesting. You can have some characters. But what's really interesting about you is the fact that there's some history involved. Um, your grandmother was a woman, a WASP. Women Air Force, she's part of the Women Air Force Service Pilots. For those of you that don't know about who the WASP are, Erin is going to talk a little bit about the WASP, if you're okay with that. Sure. Briefly describe who and what they were and what your grandma's role was within the WASP. So the Women Air Force Service Pilots, the WASP were their nickname of World War II. They were the first women to fly military planes for the United States Army. There were 1,102 who either completed the training program or came in under another program for previous pilots. 18, more than 18,000 women applied and ultimately uh, were accepted and guided. You know, so at the end there were 1,102 of these women during World War II. My grandma was from Maryland. There were 13 from the state of Maryland. Okay. They flew every plane that the United States built during World War II, from trainers to the B-29 bomber. So they were obviously not everyone flew every plane, but they, you know, there were groups that were assigned to learn different planes. Yeah. And then they flew basic planes during training and then got sent to wherever and, and did their special planes. My grandmother went to Las Vegas Army Airfield, which is now called Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas. Her okay. job was to train male pilots on instrument training in the BT-13, and she was also co-pilot on the B-17 bomber. Oh, wow. Uh, the WASP did other things too, like tow targets for men to practice anti-aircraft fire. Mm -hmm. Like the banners, like you see at the beach, some guys would practice shooting at them while the WASP were flying them. Uh, they did test pilot stuff. They um, flew planes that had kind of been repaired and needed hours on the engine before they went back in service buried planes around the country, like from the factory to departure points, and then the planes would be moved overseas. So they did a lot of a lot of work, all domestically. They did not fly overseas. 38 of them died during the program in service. So yeah, wow. so that's basic outline of the WASP. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about your grandmother. When did you find out she was a WASP? Because that's a really interesting story. Um, was she, you know, would she talk about the WASP? Like, is that something you grew up with? Yes, it's something I grew up with. I always knew that she was a wasp. Okay. Uh, in fact, when I was a kid, the wasps were not very well known. They were not in history books or school books or anything. And when I was at school, you know, I would tell other kids my grandma flew planes in World War II. And <laughs> they had no idea what I was talking about. And I actually, when I was very small, I thought all grandma's jobs was flying planes in World War II. Like, oh I thought that's gosh. what everyone's grandma did. <laughs> And as I got older and I learned that is not in fact what everyone's grandma did, I was very disillusioned. I was like, how is this possible? So that was a really funny thing that I realized later on. Like, oh. Not everyone's grandma yeah. flies a plane, which is pretty awesome. Very funny. But yeah, I knew all about it. She used to give talks and lectures and we lived, oh, I grew up right next to Washington DC in Maryland. Okay. So she was always invited to, you know, pretty uh, big events. She went to the White House several times. She met five presidents. Um, Air Force events, you know, the headquarters, everything is there. They always have these big events there, so they would invite her to a lot of things. So she always had her uniform on. She was doing, you know, talks and she came to Oshkosh and, you okay. know, a lot of things like that. So what inspired you to write a book? Because you have two books. You have a children's book and you have a book. Right. Book. What inspired you to write about your grandmother? What story, what was the story that so you wanted to tell? So my grandmother died in 2015 and she wanted to be laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery. 
but when my mother put the paperwork in, they told us she wasn't allowed to be there. So I led a campaign to have a law passed through Congress to force the Army to recognize the service of the WASP for the purposes of being laid to rest at Arlington Cemetery. Okay. So the, the basic problem was that the National Military Cemeteries are run by the Department of Veterans Affairs, but Arlington is separate. It's run by the Department of the Army. Okay. So the WASP during World War II were not formally recognized as being part of the Army for a lot of reasons that I explain in the book, but basically okay. they were supposed to be in the Army and while they were training, Congress was supposed to pass a bill to militarize them. It didn't happen, and then the right. program ended, so they just were in this limbo forever and yeah. didn't get recognized. So then in 1977, a law got passed uh, recognizing them as veterans, and we thought that you know fixed the problem. But then, right. as I said, when she died, we realized that the law, according to the Army, only allowed her to be in a VA cemetery. So my book deals with uh, kind of three stories all kind of happening simultaneously. So I explained growing up with my grandma, you know, my relationship with her and, and her life, growing up her kind of her biography. And then okay. I talk about a general history of the WASP program so you understand everything that's going on. And right. then I talk about the process of going to Congress, meeting with members of the House of Representatives and Senators okay. to kind of get this bill worked on and leading this media campaign on behalf of my grandma and my family to get this done. So kind of all these three Right. Stories are kind of ongoing during the book. So that's what prompted me to write the book. And also when this happened, everyone, a lot of aviation people were like, you should write a book. This is right. a great story. So then I wrote a book. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I love about the aviation industry too, is like the fact that there's so many stories out there that it's just impossible to know everything that's yeah. going on out there, especially with the WASP. And that's one of my journeys is to actually let people know who the WASP are. Um, I work in aviation myself and, you know, I propose the question, does anyone here know who the WASP are? I did a panel and one person raised their hand out of a group full of a hundred people. And yeah. I'm just like, and they're all women. So I'm like, this is so sad. Why don't we know about these women? Right. So the fact that you're doing it is amazing. Um, I'd like to know a little bit more about the process. So did you work with your grandmother while you were writing the book or do you just take what you remember? Or I'm not sure if she's still around. Uh, no, so what prompted writing the book was the fact that she died. Right. So she is totally unaware of right. all of this of stuff that has been did. happening since then. Okay, so. I mean, unless you want to talk about it in the spiritual right. sense or I mean, something, which I, I hope is, you know, proud <laughs> of sure me and happy proud. that all, this, all these people are learning about her and stuff. Right. But yeah, so since that time, you know, I kind of thought, okay, we'll pass this bill and she'll get buried and that would be the end of that. Right. But then aviation people are so excited. They want a book and then they, yeah. they like to have me talk about them. and. Yeah. So I realized it's a good way to be an ambassador for them, kind of carry on her legacy because she used to go to Oshkosh and give talks and all of that stuff. And so right. it's kind of like I'm doing the same thing now and helping people learn about them. So I, I love that you're doing this. I love that you're keeping her name and the story alive. Um, and you're not a pilot, but you are still involved in the aviation industry. And that's one thing that I like to expose as well is like there's so much more to aviation than just flying. Right. There's different elements from storytelling to writing to, like I was saying earlier, engineers in the operation and, and there's just a place for everyone and that's my story as well like yeah. i'm not a pilot but i love the storytelling i love meeting people so um a children's book so it's, it's about the story about your grandmother where can people find that book where can we learn more about right so my first book is called final flight final fight okay. and that's kind of a normal novel type book okay. that explains the whole story and then 
I have a new children's book that came out at the end of last year called What Grandma Did. Okay. And it's for probably kids aged four to eight or parents reading to their children. And it details the story of the wasp like for little kids okay. to help little kids learn about World War II and, and what the women flying planes did. Okay. And I mean, I'm at Oshkosh, so right now it's on sale at the warehouse store or at the Women Venture Center. And I have book signings here, so that's where people can get it here at Oshkosh. Nice. And I know you probably already answered this, but I've been asking everyone this question. What does an air show like this, what does OSH or any air show in general mean to you? Well, to me, I just get really excited to see everyone here who is excited about aviation. And I meet so many people that are really uh, excited to learn about the WASP. Or So I, I recently was at the Reading World War II air show in Pennsylvania, which okay. is a big air show and it's only World War II focused. So all warbirds and you know, all World War II, and my grandma, that was her favorite air show. She went every year, and they would have panels with veterans and things. And, okay. and so when, I, when I'm when i there and I'm selling books and things, people people that have been coming a long time remember her, and they, they'll tell me, like, oh, I remember when your grandma would come. And that's amazing. So it's, it's cute, and I, I like that. So yeah. that's really it's special. And I have, like, a special connection with a lot of people because they either met her, they knew her, or... Right. You know, they like the wasp and they, they think it's nice that I'm kind of helping people learn. And so Absolutely. it's nice to be around that. And you're keeping that history alive and exposing it to people that aren't aware of it. And that's what I absolutely love about this. These helicopters are flying by. Well, Aaron, <laughs> thank you for everything. Wait, you we do. have to point out oh. that you're wearing the Fifinella. I am. Oh, yeah. Fifi. So Fifinella was their mascot designed Ooh. by Walt Disney. And she's super cute. I love her. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the connection. So Disney has a very big connection with like the wasp, the warbirds. Like mm -hmm. they have Doc, they have Fifi, they have um, the Tresamigos. What is the name? The B29, I believe it is. Forgot the name of it right now, but it'll come to me. But I love the fact that again, storytelling Disney, involving that like playful mentality into aviation. Right. <laughs> um, but Fifi, I need to learn more about Fifi. I think you just gave me an idea. I think I'm gonna do okay. a podcast like solely. You on should. Fifi. So, so Fifi's <laughs> part of the Gremlins, which comes from the Roald Dahl story, the Gremlins, and there's a whole group of these, and she's, I think she's like the girl one, but. Anyway, so ah, this was all okay. designed yeah, uh, off of that story. So, but yeah, you should do it. Yes, um, I think I'm a story. Do a it's story. interesting. And there's a Fifi and Ella out here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I've got to go find her, but I have. There's also, I think it's an RV, RV, RV six. I can't remember. It's okay. an orange plane and it has Fifi Nella on it. Awesome. Yeah. That's going to be my next yeah. podcast. It's out here somewhere <laughs> and I've met the person who owns it multiple times. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it's out in the maze of planes out there. A story <laughs> develops from a story develops from a story. So thank you for pointing You're that welcome. out. <laughs> so um, for those of you listening, definitely buy her book, follow her, support the WASP, support aviation in general. Thank you again for being on the Wonder Woman. Well, thank you for helping to share the history of aviation and help people learn. So that's nice. Thank, thank you. you. I try and I'm learning myself, and that was why I did the podcast is to learn Perfect. and grow. So thank you. And for those of you joining us, uh, we'll see you next time.